Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Avrami Finkelstein, sitting in for hour number one of this morning's edition of JM and the AM. Looking forward to Nachum hosting members of the Hebron Fund for hour number three as we welcome you to your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Come on, 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 come on,
אני מודה, אני נרגש, כל נשימה, חיים במתנה. בכל יום מתעלה, הלב מרגיש ומתמלא, ומתוכי פורצת מנגינה. בוקר טוב עולם, בוקר שכזה, כל החושך נעלם, איזה יום יפה.
the uh, Funk Medley, about to start something else, which we will get to in the next set. Uh, but yeah, Dave Berg with the Funk Medley capping off that set, bringing us basically to the bottom of hour number one. This is Avrami briefly sitting in for Nahum Siegel this morning. He should be back in uh, just at the beginning of hour number two and stay for the rest of the show. He will be hosting members <clears throat> of the Hebron Fund for the full third hour because of their giving day that is going on right now. And you'll get tons of information all about that. Uh, and it's going to be a fascinating morning about uh, our holy city of Hebron and how uh, everyone out there can help support their efforts. I believe the focus of this uh, year's um, campaign is about security for Hebron and so on. But make sure that you stay tuned and find out all the information about that. So yeah, Nahum should be in a little bit after the beginning of uh, our number one. 
No worries about that. Uh, keeping the daily playlist already so far, uh, we had Amir Dadon in there with a wonderful song entitled Chatsi from his uh, first album. We had Star with Adon Olam, Mordechai Shapiro's Boker Tov, Moshav Band with Tzur Yisrael, and of course, starting off the program here on this Thursday morning edition of JM and the AM with Regesh Modani, as uh, Nahum does every single morning. Uh, we are here on uh, December 1st, the beginning of December here, 2022, and the seventh day in the month of Slave. Today's Daf Nidaram 37. And uh, yeah, we are uh, in the final month of the uh, secular calendar year here. And uh, yeah, who knows what the next year will uh, will bring. Uh, we got a great lineup of programming for you here on this Thursday, as we do every single Thursday. We've got the lineup on the homepage of NahumSiegel.com, as we do every single day. I'm sure Nahum will announce more of the stuff later as well. But in case you want to see for yourself, it is all up there. We've got, uh, following this program, a new edition of Unlocking Greatness with Charlie Harari. He's going to discuss the uh, Parsha, as well as the concept of wishing it could be different. We'll have, I believe, we'll have Michael Fragan on with the latest in politics. Uh, Allison Josephs with Jew in the City Speaks, where we will encore her interview with Neta Ariel, the director of the Male School of Film and Television in Jerusalem. Uh, we've also got, coming up later, Yossi Zweig with an all-new Thursday Live Lunch. Uh, and Mark Zomik will be on with a new edition of the Arab Shabbos show brought to us by our friends at Kedem and a whole lot more, which will be discussed throughout the program. Uh, and we've got, of course, the uh, news from Israel coming up in just about a half an hour as well. Full Thursday. Make sure that you stay tuned all day long. A great soundtrack to whatever it is that you may have planned. Um, let's see what we've got going on here. Um, let's see what we have lined up. Oh, it had just started before uh, I started talking. As I said, usually... Uh, when I have the privilege of sitting in for Nahum Siegel and hosting on Thursday mornings, I do like to play this song by a Baltimore-based band, Cole Fusion. This one is entitled Thursday. It utilizes the words from the uh, Shir Shal Yom that we say each day for Thursday for Yom Chamishi. So a great way to start off this next set. We've got a whole lot more coming up. I have no problem uh, taking requests while I'm uh, hosting. I'm sure Nachum will later, but I'm just saying that if there's something in particular that you would like to hear between now and uh, the beginning of hour number two, please post it on the app or email me, af at nachumsegel.com. If you post it and I don't get a chance to play it, we'll try to make sure that Nachum gets to it uh, when he gets here. Okay, so here's Call Fusion. Here's Thursday. This one going out to, to all of our Baltimore, D.C. Uh, listeners. Um, uh going on. Uh, my wife is actually there in the Baltimore, D.C. area for these next few days, uh, sitting Shiva with her sister. So they're seeing a lot of people, a lot of the friends that we have there and so on. And uh, so hopefully they are doing well. Hopefully everyone there is doing well. And hopefully we will only have good news and smacho to share with one and all. Uh, so yeah, but here it is, the uh, Baltimore-based group, Call Fusion Thursday. And you are tuned into a Thursday edition of JM and the AM being brought to you at this point live from Beit Shemesh, Israel, here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
Apecho is the fate of all mankind. No one can avoid the bustle and the grind. Rushing to meetings, closing the deal. On the phone, on the road, buying, selling, spinning wheels. It's easy to lose balance, chasing money and success. But there's a special treasure with which we have been blessed. And as each day passes, joy fills the air. We're waiting for the moment to stand up and declare.
אחר בך, אני בוחר בך ולא אחר. לפני שמתניע את הראש, הציפיות, האכזבות, יודע שאני בידיים טובות. רגע בתפילה אני פורס כפיים, רגע מרים עיניים אל השמיים. מודה אני לך, מודה אני לפניך בכל ליבי, ליבי. רבה אמונתי בך, רבה אמונתך בי, בי. מודה אני לך, מודה אני לפניך בכל ליבי, ליבי. רבה אמונתי בך, רבה אמונתך בי. הכל בצד לשים, לזכור הכל פה זה ניסים וגם אם אפול וקשה, אני לא נבהל, לא מתבלבל הכל זה לטובה, אתה הרי עליי שומר רגע בתפילה אני פורס כפיים רגע מרים עיניים אל השמיים מודה אני לך, מודה אני לפניך בכל ליבי
Pimenta with Adon Olam. Uh, capping off that set and basically capping off our number one of this program. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. We thank you so much for tuning in on this Thursday morning, uh, December 1st, and uh, of course the um, the seventh day in the month of Kislev, getting ready for the news from Israel, and Nahum Siegel should be coming on to host uh, shortly after that. As I said, I'm just briefly sitting in this morning for the first hour of the program. We also had in that set Joey Newcomb's Matovu from Big Avidas, Moshav Ben with Elokai Nishama, Akiva with Rabah Emunatechabi, a little bit of a morning tefillah theme over there. Uh, Benny Friedman with Harasho, that was by request on the app. Uh, A.B. Rottenberg featuring Shlemy Gertner with um, Baruch Hashem, it's Shabbos, a beautiful new song from the Journeys 5, one of many. And Cole Fusion uh, began that set with a song entitled Thursday, words from the Shir Shalyom of Thursdays that I like to play when I sit in for Nahum here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, we'll just bring up the news from Israel in the background and see thing, how things are going over there. Uh, make sure that you stay tuned as um, as uh, Nahum Siegel will be hosting representatives from the Hebron Fund in honor of their annual campaign. Some fascinating stories and information about Hebron, the latest news from Israel and so on, will be featured for the full third hour of the program. So make sure that you tune in for that. Nahum will discuss more of that as the program, as that part of the program uh, gets closer. So make sure that you stay tuned. And uh, full uh, Thursday lineup coming up after this program. Uh, so make sure that you stay tuned all day long for some Great, great programming we've got for you, including Yossi Zweig with the live lunch at 11, and Mark Zamek with the Air of Shabbat Show, brought to us by our friends at Kedem, coming up at 7 p.m. with encores at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, great soundtrack for whatever it is that you are doing. And here we go with the news from Israel. You are tuned to JM and the AM here at the Nachum Siegel Network. האלימות בכבישי ישראל. המשטרה עצרה לפני זמן קצר תושב עכו, החשוד שתקף באמצעות עלה נהג רכב שלא אפשר לו להיכנס לנתיב נסיעתו. במקביל נפתחה חקירה בעקבות תקיפת נהג אוטובוס הלילה בקריית אתא בידי מספר נערים. מדווח כתבנו בחיפה קובי מנדל. חבורת נערים ביקשו הלילה לנקום בנהג אגד על שלטענתם לא דיבר בחוות אנוסת מבוגרת שעלתה לאוטובוס בצומת קריית אתא. הם תקפו אותו באגרופים ואף ריססו גז פלפל על פניו. בהמשך הם גם ליצו את שמשת האוטובוס. הנהג נפצע קל ופונה לבית החולים רמב״ם. ואמש בצומת עין המפרץ הותקף נהג רכב פרטי בידי תושב הכוע שחבט בו באמצעות עלה על שלטענתו הוא לא אפשר לו להשתלב בנתיב הנסיעה. הנהג התוקף נעצר. משרד התחבורה הודיע כי שירותי התחבורה הציבורית באבל וטיק טק יפסיקו את פעילותם בסוף החודש. מדווחת כתבתנו לענייני תחבורה, הילי קרן. בתום תקופת בחינה של שלוש שנים, חברת דנה מפעילה את באבל בגוש דן וחברת אגד טיק טק הפועלת בירושלים ביקשו שלא להאריך את השירות הניסיוני בתנאים הנוכחיים. השירותים המקבילים בחיפה ובעמק חפר ימשיכו לפעול. בתקופה האחרונה נערכו שינויים באופן הפעלת השירותים, אך הם לא הביאו לשיפור ברווחים. נוסעים המחזיקים יתרת נסיעות יקבלו זיכוי לכרטיס האשראי. 
המשטרה עצרה תושב אזור הצפון בחשד שפגע מינית בנכדתו, ילדה בת 13, במשך מספר שנים. החשוד נעצר לחקירה לפני מספר ימים בתחנת המשטרה בעכו, ואמש בית משפט השלום בעיר האריך את מעצרו עד יום ראשון. בתוך כך המשטרה הודיעה כי בכוונתה להגיש כתב אישום נגד תושב אשדוד בן 65, בחשד שאנס וביצע עבירות מין נוספות בביתה של בת זוגו. מחקירת המשטרה עולה כי החשוד אנס את הקורבן, צעירה כבת 20 לפני מספר חודשים, וכן נהג להטריד אותה מינית כשהייתה קטינה. המשטרה תבקש היום להאריך את מעצרו בבית משפט השלום באשקלון. שרת החינוך היוצאת יפעת שאשא ביטון מארגנת כנס חירום נגד העברת סמכויות ממשרד החינוך ליושב ראש מפלגת נועם, חבר הכנסת אבי מעוז. עם הפרטים כתבתנו לענייני חינוך, יובל מילר. לאחר פניות רבות שקיבלה השרה בעקבות ההסכם החדש עם חבר הכנסת אבי מעוז, הוחלט לארגן כנס חירום, אליו יגיעו ככל הנראה שרי חינוך לשעבר, כמו שי פירון ויולי תמיר, ייצוג של תלמידים והורים. בכנס ידונו בין השאר על ביזור הסמכויות במשרד החינוך, רפורמת הבגרויות שבסכנת ביטול והעברה המסתמנת של מעונות היום המפוקחים לפיקוח משרד הכלכלה. בית משפט השלום באשקלון האריך בחמישה ימים את מעצרו של אמיר אל-קרינאווי, החשוד בפיגוע הדריסה בשבוע שעבר בבאר שבע. אל-קרינאווי דרס נער בן 18, תלמיד בבית הספר הטכני של חיל האוויר שלבש מדים, על פי החשד המניע לדריסה לאומני. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו בדרום רמי שני. בתחזית מזג האוויר בהירה עם עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך דורון קדוש.
Holy 
JM in the AM. It's from the anniversary digital edition of Gershon Verova's Man to Man. In my opinion, one of the greatest albums ever. So way ahead of its time. So way ahead of its time, in my opinion. Anyway, we're going to have a chance to speak with Gershon about it uh, the week we're back, uh, the week before Hanukkah here at JM in the AM. That's Kikel Poel off the brand new album. Again, it's the anniversary digital edition, Gershon Verobas Man to Man. It's available now. We'll speak with Gershon. I believe it's the 14th of December. A little bit of a crazy uh, 24 hours, or actually less than 24 hours, about 3 p.m. yesterday, Teaneck, New Jersey lost power. From what I'm told, uh, things are back to normal, thank God. And um, I couldn't take the risk of, uh, uh, without knowing if the power was back, of being in the New Jersey studio. So we're in our uh, temporary New York studio this morning here at JM&AM. And that uh, facilitated or necessitated that Avrami do the first hour this morning, which I thank him for. A big thank you to Avrami. And... Um, and here I, am, here I am, and our friends from the Chevron Fund are going to be joining us because the big Chevron Fund campaign, the year-end campaign, is rolling, and we're going to be speaking with a whole bunch of very familiar voices and great guests here this morning at JMNAM in the 8 o'clock hour, so that's all coming up if you keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And uh, tomorrow, hopefully, a, um, a regular Friday with all of our uh, regular features Full day today, of course, on a Thursday, including Yossi's Wag and a Thursday live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That happens at 7 p.m. tonight, followed by Tani Gutterman and Tani Talks Parsha. Uh, that's all today and tonight here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Um, yeah. So there you go. Our friends at ShopEichlers.com, ShopEichlers.com have Cyber Week going on until tomorrow. Cyber Week continues until tomorrow. 10% off everything site-wide when you use promo code radio. Again, make sure to use promo code radio. Everything 10% off site-wide at ShopEichlers.com until tomorrow. Great opportunity to do some shopping this time of year. Go to ShopEichlers.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Simple as that. Shai Graucher was not able to join us yesterday at the last minute to talk about the brand new book, uh, but he will join us, please God, in Jerusalem next week, because next Thursday's show will emanate live from Yerushalayim, from Nefesh Benefesh's uh, Aliyah Center in Jerusalem. That's our plan. And um, I thank him in advance. We are uh, in the midst of lining up some great guests for next week for our day of giving that starts on uh, Thursday. A week from today. Yeah, a week from today. From Yerushalayim. Very much looking forward to it, to say the least. Uh, I noticed an email from listener Cena. Let's see here. Am I right that listener Cena sent us an email overnight? Uh, a huge shout-out, she writes, to my wonderful grandson Shmuley Deitch of Miami Beach. Shmuley, it's uh, such a treat having you and Shandy living local. I love our get-togethers, and especially being your Shabbos guest. You're definitely the host with the most. And the ambiance um, is always spot on. <laughs> the ambiance is always spot on. Wishing you a great day and many more happy birthdays and good health till 120 with much love from Bubs. And, of course, we know her as listeners Cena down in the Sunshine State. And there's a rumor that she might actually be at one of our shows next week. So uh, I, I got to remain mysterious about this. 
because I don't want to uh, reveal anyone's plans without their permission. But it's very possible she may be with us during one of our shows next week. Um, so there you have it. JM and the AM on a Thursday, Chevron Day. We will be uh, talking about the big Chevron Fund uh, campaign, which is going on, encouraging everybody to support it. Um, it's with sadness that we report that um, Rabbi Dr. Abe Mann has passed away. Rabbi Dr. Abe Mann is the father of our very own Miriam L. Wallach and of um, Dr. Renone Mann and the Jordan Mann. And um, he passed away yesterday. And uh, it seems, as arrangements are being finalized, the funeral is going to be taking place in the New York area uh, tomorrow. And, of course, we extend condolences to the entire family, to the entire extended man family, and, uh, of course, to our very own Miriam L. Wallach and her family. Um, and, of course, uh, the extended family, which includes us. And uh, may we only celebrate smachot and know of no more sorrow. Again, uh, Rabbi Dr. Abe Mann, who many of you know from his capacity as a rabbi and his uh, capacity uh, up at Yeshiva University and many other places, he has passed away. Excuse me, the uh, funeral taking place tomorrow. Details have not yet been uh, released, but funeral taking place tomorrow. And again, our condolences to the entire family and especially our very own Miriam L. Wallach, uh, Rabbi Dr. Abe Mann, uh, being her father. And we should share only good occasions and announce only good things on these airwaves. J.M. and A.M. at 20 minutes after the hour on this uh, on this Thursday morning broadcast. Our friends from the Chevron Fund are going to be joining us. We're talking about people like Yishai Fleischer, Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, Yoni Bleipart, um, a lot of great people who are going to be speaking to in the 8 o'clock hour this morning right here at J.M. and the A.M. And uh, tomorrow we are expecting our regular schedule, please God, with the weekly update and much, much more. All happening here at the Nahum Siegel Network. This is brand new from Maishi Tischler at JM in the AM. Oh, 
J.M. and the A.M., there we go. That's uh, Ani Mamin done by Nachas here at J.M. and the A.M. Ah, Thursday morning broadcast, hebronfund.org. Hebronfund.org. That's where you can get information about their current campaign. That's the matching campaign that's going on. Uh, hebronfund.org. We're going to be speaking to Yishai Fleischer at the top of the hour. Here at JM in the AM. Um, yeah. I thank Avrami for taking over in hour number one, and it's good to be with you here on a Thursday here at JM in the AM. Yes, he's wagging a Thursday live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos show coming up at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, followed by Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman. That's going to be happening tonight. Um, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy 10% discount on all Abels and Hyman products when you use promo code radio at kosherdogs.net. Kosherdogs.net. A&H, simply spectacular. You go to your stores today, tomorrow, before Shabbos. Make sure you have plenty of A&H in your house for everyone in the home to enjoy. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. That's an understatement. <laughs> Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The great Goin, the Balchubas Oitzer Chaim, used to sit and learn Torah day and night. The windows of his room were open to the Rishus Arabim, the main street of the town. All night his candle remained lit. Whoever passed by would have great hanah, great enjoyment from the called Torah, from the voice of Torah that emanated from within. One evening, there were two merchants. They were on their way to the market, and they were riding by. As they passed, they saw the fire burning on the roof of the house. In those days, the roofs were covered with straw, and there was a danger that the whole city could go up in smoke, as unfortunately did happen. They quickly ran to the door of the house. They saw the Rav deeply engrossed in his learning, and they started shouting, Rebbe, Rebbe, your roof is burning. However, because the Rav was so preoccupied, he didn't hear them. Finally, they yelled, Listen, Rebbe, you must save your life. The great Sadik looked up from his safer and in surprise asked, What's the problem? Come out and see for yourself. 
your roof is on fire. Slowly he closed the Gemara, and then he asked, Is it still burning? As they looked up, they were surprised to see that there were no flames. And they told him that they felt bad they had interrupted his learning. The tzaddik then opened his Gemara and again started to learn. After the merchants had traveled a short distance, they once again saw the flame on fire. When Rabbi Klein would tell over the story, he would be greatly moved. He quoted the Talmud of Masech de Brachos. There it talks about the Bnei Masa And they were Abire Lev. The people that lived there were considered strong of heart. Why was it that they were so strong? Because they see the beauty of Torah twice a year. During Adar and Elul, when all the Jews would gather in Bavel. And Ravashi would give a shear. Not one of them, however, after they saw all the beauty and all the greatness, would convert to come into Klal Yisrael. Tosva says that there was a special nace that happened. A pillar of fire descended from Shemayim on these days over the entire gathering. During life, we see many wondrous sights. There are many Great moments of inspiration. It is our job to take those moments of inspiration and grow. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Oh, 
in the AM. It's uh, Menachem Kobe with Bowie Kala, brand new here on a Thursday morning broadcast. Uh, before that, the um, Avram Freed selection, Kamatov. Thanks for joining us. As we said earlier, our condolences to um, our very own Miriam Alwalik and uh, her brothers and entire family uh, on the passing of uh, their father, Rabbi Dr. Abe Mann. That happened yesterday. The funeral likely taking place tomorrow, and uh, details to follow, of course. And our condolences to Miriam and the entire family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning, uh, reminder today, Yassi's Weig with at 11 a.m. with the uh, Thursday Live Lunch. Coming up at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, it's Mark Zamek in the Arab Shabbos Show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, followed by Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman. Want to wish a mazel tov to all the honorees, especially our good friends Leah and Cantor Joel Kaplan at the Chavetz Chaim Heritage Foundation 15th Annual Dinner coming up on the 11th of December in New Jersey. Information, uh, let's see. 845-352-3505. 845-352-3505. You can certainly go online. Chavetzheim uh, Heritage Foundation, cchf.global.org slash dinner. cchf.global.org slash dinner. And again, Mazal Tov to all the honorees. And a special... Uh, Greeting to Leah and Cantor Joel Kaplan. Um, what else did I want to mention? Oh, I wanted to mention the... Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, sometimes switching between studios 
is not the easiest logistical thing. <laughs> uh, give me a second. Our friends at the um, Young Israel Talmud Torah of Flatbush have their fall lecture series going on this coming Saturday night at 1305 Coney Island Avenue, starting at 815. You can hear Rabbi Dr. Richard Weiss on the topic of ethical and halachic risks associated with harvesting organs. That's happening this Saturday night, starting at 815, by Dr. Richard Weiss. That's going to be at the Young Israel Tomatora Flatbush Fall Lecture Series, 1305 Coney Island Avenue in Brooklyn, 718-377-4400, 718-377-4400. Again, that's this coming Saturday night in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Our friends at the Hebron Fund have their big annual campaign, hebronfund.org, hebronfund.org. It's a matching campaign. Uh, we'll speak to Ishai Fleischer and many other guests starting at 8 o'clock this morning right here at JM in the AM as we uh, encourage everybody to, um, to give and give generously to the Hebron campaign this morning. Uh, details on that coming up. Here's Ellie Levin at JM in the AM.
Anna Jahazel Det mänscher haft Men jetzt hon gitte mazel Så stajt
with that song entitled Kohot here at JM in the AM. Nice one, huh? Yeah, I think so. Uh, before that, what did we do before that? Titchadesh or Tishadesh from Hershey Rosenberg. Um, here at JM in the AM. Our friends at shopiclers.com, 10% off. That's right, 10% off today and tomorrow. Cyber Week continues on every item site-wide. Every item site-wide, 10% off. If you go to uh, shopiclers.com and use promo code radio. Go to shopiclers.com, make sure to use promo code radio. Simple as that. Uh, Coming up in a few minutes from now, just a couple of minutes from now, actually. It'll be um, Yishai Fleischer kicking things off for us in the uh, Hebron Fund campaign, hebronfund.org, hebronfund.org. That and more is coming up if you keep it at JM in the AM. Oh, 
Zushet, America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. I heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemySchool.com and the AlchemySchool Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. While we're awaiting our first guest from our uh, holy city of Hebron, and I say our because it is a city that belongs to the entire Jewish people around the world, even if we're not there on the spot. 
even if we're a few thousand miles away. And Yishai Fleischer, the uh, spokesman for the Jewish community of Hebron, is scheduled to join us here at JM and the AM to kick off this hour. I do remind everybody that the campaign is uh, going and it's ongoing and it is uh, rolling along. Baruch Hashem. Go to hebronfund.org. Again, go to hebronfund.org. Uh, they have a goal of $1 million. Every single dollar is being matched. They have about 10 hours left in the campaign, and they're already just under $300,000. They're already just under $300,000. Remember, everything that you go ahead and... Um, Everything that you go ahead and donate, a dollar becomes two dollars, a hundred becomes two hundred, a thousand becomes two thousand, eighteen hundred becomes thirty six hundred, etc., etc. Hebronfund.org, Hebronfund.org. I believe Yishai Fleischer is with us, international spokesman for the holy city of Hebron. Yishai, is that you with us here at JM and the AM? It is, it is, Nachum. It's another year. We're back together, you and I, <laughs> and it's good to hear your voice. I appreciate and, uh, that. And I just want to say hi to you from uh, a certain Jew. I was uh, I had a chance to tour a very uh, holy and special Jew just this morning, uh, one Jew by the name of Thomas Friedman from the New York Times. I had a chance to uh, tour him here in beautiful Chevron and show him uh, a different perspective and, and the light. And, you know, he was he was pretty moved by the fact that we – know our history, are connected to this town, uh, are still holding on to the tomb of our forefathers and mothers, defending the tomb of our forefathers and mothers, keeping the place open, uh, uh, helping the army feel at home here, uh, keeping the, 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 this place as accessible to Jews, Muslims, Christians, anybody, because when we're here, then there's much more safety, much more, you know, much more accessibility. And so it was, it was awesome. As a special Jew, obviously he's not on my political side usually. Uh, but that's uh, that's the nature of our presence here. It opens it up for everybody. Did he make it clear that he's not on your political side? He doesn't need to make it clear. I used to live in New York City and read the New York Times on the subway <laughs> like a good New Yorker. I, I I know who he is and I know what he believes in, and yeah. he knows I know. But I was I was I was but I was wondering if he engaged with you on the issues or he simply was receptive of what you had to tell but, him. It's interesting you you ask that. Um, uh, the truth is is that he actually, there was only one moment when he actually did challenge me, and he, I said to him that, uh, I showed him, you know, what the consequence of ambivalence, of lack of clarity is, and how it hurts our security. So he says to me, well, that's where we disagree, because I believe in ambivalence, because I believe that everybody should have their, um, you know, their place, and that not one ethnic group should totally control another. I said to him, you know, ambivalence is not the solution, but rather, um, um, oof, I, had, I had the right word, rather the ability to allow other people to have access, but you still need control. Right. You still need to be the balabite, the, 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 because if you don't do that, then there's forever wars because you have not declared clarity, not declared that you're holding onto this land and you know this is your tribal land and you know that we belong here. If you don't declare that, then that invites weakness. So I said, oh, I said, what you mean is access. We're willing to grant access, but we also need to be the people in charge here. And he actually uh, seemed to acquiesce to, to, to understand that. You can't, you know, you can't just... Uh, and then I told him something, Nachum, you know, sometimes, sometimes the Kodesh Baruch Hu just puts the right words in your mouth. He wrote this article that said, um, um, the Israel you know is gone. Ooh. So I said to him, I would like to humbly disagree with you. And this article, like, like, you know, just, just totally splashed all over the liberal Jewish world. 
I said to him, it's exactly the opposite. It's not the Israel you know is gone. It's the Israel you knew is back. Mm. The Israel that fights back its enemies, mm. that, that defends its people strongly and knows what its rights are and is not going to you know, give in to, 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 to spirits that say, you know, let's divide this land or let's you know, share it and the whole thing. The, the country, the small Jewish state that wants to defend its ethnic minority in this region, the, the Jewish people, is back. Amazing. And that's the way we used to be, and we're back now. He was actually... Yeah, anyway. No, yeah. no, I was uh, saying, amazing. Yishai Fleischer is with us, international spokesman of Hebron. Go right now to hebronfund.org, hebronfund.org. Everything you give will be doubled. And, of course, our friends Ofer and Yoni were injured in that uh, terror attack a few weeks ago. When Yoni's on, we'll get an update on everybody. Uh, that, that that should be one reminder why security is still an important feature uh, in Hebron, even as safe as it is. And believe you me, 50,000-plus people who are there, Chaye Sarah, and I, who've been there countless times, can tell you how safe if it is, but why, Yishai, why is this campaign so important? Why is it important to upgrade security and to, uh, and to keep this Chevron fund as active and as, uh, as potent as possible? Well, first thing, it's important for us, but before I get to that, uh, it's important for us here in Chevron, but before I get to that, it's important for the, the Jew and lover of Israel to just have that opportunity to be part of it. That's the greatest opportunity of it all, is to actually go to sleep tonight with the feeling like I am a supporter and builder of Israel, and especially the heartland, the, the first uh, Jewish city in history. I, am a, a, I push back on jihadism. I make sure that the Jews are safe. I'm part of that. And uh, that's, that's the first reason that it's important, this campaign, is just for you out there to be like, yeah, I did it today. I helped Hebron today. And go to sleep at night knowing that you're that kind of person. Uh, but for us here in Hebron, listen, um, you know, it, it's always a balance. On the one hand, uh, we try to project success and strength. But on the other hand, it's always on the edge. It's always on the edge. You know, Yoni could have been... That killed very easily our chief of security. Uh, there is a bullet hole in the glass in front of him and in the uh, headrest behind him. He just ducked and, 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 and just missed him. Oh. And so we could be talking about a very different thing. Yeah. And I went to visit Ofer Ochana in the hospital. And, uh, and his hands, his right hand, is not working well right now. We all need to be praying for him because it's basically kind of like it's not responding right now. That's his right hand. So, you know, that's what happens when an M16 bullet, you know, it hits you. So we, we are on the edge over here. We're keeping it, you know, we're keeping it open. We're keeping it safe. But there are tough, you know, uh, folks out there on the front lines making sure that this place is indeed, uh, you know, not taken over by terrorists. We, we're always on the edge between chaos and the Garden of Eden. We're always pushing back the chaos to, to maintain this place into the Garden of Eden. So, so that's, that's uh, you know, that's why we need it. And right now, you know, our security vehicle was destroyed. We need to upgrade our cameras. We need to, uh, you know, upgrade our rapid response. And then, and then if that stuff doesn't speak to you, there's other kinds of stuff, which is beautification. We're always beautifying this place, and there's so much work to do. Uh, we're always teaching. Uh, right now, as I'm speaking to you, a beautiful new unit, the Golani unit, just came in, and they look amazing. I'm telling you, I, there's nothing like Golani. These guys are just as we say in Hebrew, Shem Hashem The the name of God is in their mouth. They're strong, good-looking guys, and they are here with the, with the name of God on their lips to defend this place. But we gotta we gotta keep them warm this winter. We gotta feed them with barbecues this winter. We gotta educate them. So all that stuff takes a lot of money. 
And so, so it's a, it's a really, when you're supporting the Chevron fund, you're supporting a spectrum of things from plain old defense to beautification, which I'm involved in a lot. Uh, and then, uh, to education, keeping our soldiers happy and warm and, 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 you know, and, and, and enjoy their presence here so that they'll remember that their time in Hebron was a good time, um, in their, in their life so that they can raise Jewish Israeli families and tell them Hebron is the place to be. And that's, and that's what these soldiers tell me right now. They tell me, it is a big merit to be here. And we want to make sure that in four or five months when they're finished here, that that's what they remember. It is. All those things are true. And. And that's why we, I, I call on everybody to get up out of their chairs, take out that credit card, and, and help out HebronFund.org. Secure Hebron now and keep a secure Hebron as secure as possible. Be among those who are donating today to the Secure Hebron Now Fund campaign. Again, it's the HebronFund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N Fund.org. Everything you give is doubled, simple as that. And the campaign already doing very well, over $300,000, nine and a half hours to go. Keep it going, everybody. This is always a successful campaign. Every single year, we want to see it be successful again this year. Yishai, can't thank you enough. Looking forward to seeing you in the holy city of Hebron. God bless you. I miss you. I miss you. I haven't seen you in too long. It has been a Come long time. Us, uh, apart. I, uh, yeah, it's been, I, it's been too long. We'll, we'll see if we can fit each other to next week's schedule. We'll figure it out. <laughs> God bless you. God bless all the folks out there, and thank you so much for supporting Chevron and, and and defending the tomb of the patriarchs and matriarchs and and being with us. We feel you, and and we're sending you our blessings. Please send your blessings back, and may we hold hands across the Atlantic and be strong together. Thank you, Yishai Fisher. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. JM in the AM on a Thursday morning broadcast. We are dedicating this hour, uh, as you would suspect, uh, to the uh, incredible and amazing holy city of Hebron. After all, it is the city of our fathers and mothers. Those of you out there who have not yet donated, please make sure to do so. Go to uh, hebronfund.org. Again, go to hebronfund.org. I think we have Rabbi Simcha Hachbam with us. Let's see if I'm right. Rabbi Simcha? You, you got me, Nachum. How are you? He is the amazing and incredible Rabbi Simcha Hachbam, who's director of tourism for the Chevron Fund. Simcha, it is a pleasure to speak to you. I remind our listeners that the Chevron Fund is right now in the midst of an important campaign. Secure Chevron right now by going to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Just under $305,000 on the way to a $1 million campaign goal. Uh, Simcha, we just spoke to Yishai about security and about the uh, needs of the Hebron Fund. You are the director of tourism. You could speak to the topic of what it's like for Jews around the world to come and visit Hebron. Let's start with Shabbat Chaye Sarah. I was told it was the largest one ever. Shabbat Hashem. Thank God. God was on our side with the weather. And Am Yisrael had this great awakening. I was limited to, for the last two years due to Corona and restrictions on traveling, and people afraid of social gathering. Everyone had that pent-up urge to come and to be here. And Baruch Hashem, it was something above and beyond. So much energy, so much outpouring, and tefillah, and davening, and love of Eretz Yisrael. People left in very hard conditions, sleeping in tents, sleeping literally in the streets, and setting up table just to be able to have that experience of living with Parshat HaShavuot, the portion of the week, and signing on that transaction of Avraham Avinu, 
and confirming our right to Maraka Machpelah and our right to Chavon. Based on the pictures, it looked like people were sleeping right outside your front door, Simcha. <laughs> That's for sure. You know, my wife is like an angel sent from heaven, but we had literally 68 boys Friday night by us. We had lunch, over 60 people, and we had a big Onyx Shabbat Friday night after the meal where over 400 people, without exaggeration, came through the doors of my house from 8.30 p.m. till continuing, continuing, and just streams of people wanting to taste a little bit the Torah, the Torah, the Torah of Chavron, to have that connection and a little connection in the Sirat Nefesh of the families and the stories of the people living over here. Pretty amazing. Everybody out there, remember, every single dollar you give is doubled. It's a matching campaign. You could double the impact that you have on the holy city of Hebron simply by giving a donation. Go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Be as generous as possible. We always want to see the Hebron Fund annual campaign succeed. It always has. We're on our way to doing it again, already at 30% of the goal. Please give at hebronfund.org. Dot org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. You sometimes walk around the holy city of Hebron, Simcha, and think of some of the early heroes. We could name some of them. We don't have to. But there are people who uh, decades ago uh, made the move, um, uh, made, uh, exhibited their bravery, their courageousness, their courage, and uh, started to uh, to build what we now know as the Jewish community of Hebron, very different from what it looks today. Do you sometimes walk those streets and think of those pioneers? Definitely, definitely. You have to know that the old generation is opening up, the, always opened up the gates for us today. And sometimes the sacrifice of that prior generation enables us to relatively with a lot more easier and a lot more ease to have all these great spiritual benefits. Whether it was Rabbi Moshe Miriam Levinger, whether it was the Nachshons, whether it was Yakima Etzni, there were people who paved the way and opened up the gates for us to be able to be here. And when I walked the streets, even from just the last 27 years, I remember the heaven I came to and the way it looks today. And the streets and the number of tourists and the number of people coming to Davin and Mikvot and Ganim and parks and playgrounds and the holy sites that have been upkept and have been beautified and now are growing and filled with people. It's something unbelievable. So we always remember was good. Looks like he's greater than Avraham Avinu. He had to change his name. He never had to leave the Holy Land. But it was really Avraham Avinu who's going through those ten tests and living without water, electricity, living without a gear line, without any Wi-Fi connections. That the early pioneers of Hebron paved the way and opened the gates for us. Post the Six Day War, that we could have the great opportunities today. No question about it. Uh... And you walk those streets, it's hard not to think of the sacrifice that was made in order to get to this point. Rabbi Simcha Hachbam is with us, Director of Tourism. He lives in Hebron, in the Avram Avinu neighborhood. You mentioned that the Shabbat Chai Sarah is back post-corona. At least we want to say post-corona. Thank God, thank God. Is tourism back? Are people keeping you very busy on a daily basis? So, Baruch Hashem, since January, with intercession, when you start to open up the flights a little bit, there's still restrictions, and there's been so much pent-up desire and demand. People really showed what the deep desire was to come to visit Israel. And thank God, it's been off the charts of people coming, and the summer was busier than ever. Sukkot, more reservations, more people cannot get flights, people cannot get apartments or hotels. 
And it's beautiful to see the Jews from abroad that although for whatever technical reasons they haven't yet made the move, <laughs> but their heart and their emotion and their love and their thoughts are always on Eretz Yisrael and on Chazon, putting as part of their itinerary to come to visit. And it's very uplifting for those who live here and for those people who come here, it's tremendous, tremendous chizuk and it gives a tremendous lift to the community to see this unbelievable thirst and hunger for people to want to come to Davenat Tamara. And sometimes it takes a yitro as an outsider to come to remind us and to a little bit refresh us the great privilege we have to live here to Daven daily at Tamara Tamachpela. You probably see that all the time, people coming from all over Israel to come to the Maharan, reminding those who live there not to take it for granted, not that you ever would, frankly. Um, I remind everybody in our audience, the Chevron Fund is going through their incredible campaign right now, Secure the City of Chevron. Be among those who are donating to help protect the uh, the city of Hebron, to help expand the city of Hebron. Every dollar you give is doubled, which is amazing. You have tremendous impact and great potential today uh, to make a real difference. There's nine and a half hours left in the campaign. They're over $306,000. Please give now, hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund. Dot org. So Reb Simcha Hachbam is with us live via telephone. So you couldn't see yourself living anywhere else, right, Reb Simcha? It's been already, Baruch Hashem, almost 20, 27 years. Wow. And it's something so empowering, something so special. Certain things in life, if you eat them every day, certain food or experiences in life, they lose its specialness. The things of spirituality sometimes, it's always on the level of a first. And every day, when I, especially when I come to the Mata Machpelah, when I walk the streets, I could feel the footsteps of Abba and Sarah, Yitzchak and Yitzchak, Yaakov and Meir. When I say the silent prayer, the God of Abraham, the God of Yitzchak, the God of Yaakov, the shield of Abraham, something there always is invoked, something is reawoken. When I'm reading the Tasha Tashavua, when I'm learning something, a piece of Torah connected to Abba Mavino, something resounds inside and something so special. If you're learning deep, all about Yaakov and you're sitting right outside the cave of Yaakov Avino. And you could feel a little bit of his aura and part of that great spiritual light hovering in the place. It's something very powerful and magnetic and never loses its specialness. And speaking of pioneers and heroes, there are, there are people responsible for the Jewish community to go into Marat HaMachpela on a regular basis, even when there was a Jewish presence in Hebron, being in the Mara, being in Marat HaMachpela every single day was almost impossible uh, uh, for Jews. So there are those heroes and pioneers who are responsible for that as well. Uh, we have an opportunity to pay tribute to all of them right now uh, by securing the holy city of Hebron and allowing the Hebron Fund to uh, help the city of Hebron move forward. Uh, move forward with security, move forward with beautification, move forward with projects, move forward with tourism, move forward with uh, uh, being an important messenger to people around the world, government officials and others, about how important Hebron and Eretz Yisrael is to the Jewish people. So please, make a donation now. Double your impact, because every single dollar that you give is doubled, is matched. Go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org, and give as generously as possible. Reb Simcha, a final push from you. Just remind our listeners why it's important important to participate today. So really, a lot of times people tell you, we love you guys, color kabod, you're heroes, we, we, unbelievable mission, that's a sacrifice. But if you want to really show how much you love somebody, you have to also sometimes do something on behalf of them. And today's opportunity to reciprocate that love 
and to show a little bit of appreciation of the people living here. It's not easy anywhere in Eretz Yisrael. There's been problems with security. The Chazan always at the limelight and the headquarters of terrorism. And it's really an opportunity now to strengthen, to strengthen us both in a physical level, to allow so many people to come and to visit. God forbid, if the terrorism reigns, people don't come. All the young people that had that first Jewish spark, that first Jewish birthright, the first Jewish spiritual arousal, when they come to visit, to walk here, to visit here, to come to the Beit Adassa Museum, the tomb of Jesse and Ruth, to really feel that Jewish spark once again come alive. It would be such a shame. And we have the opportunity today to protect ourselves. We have the opportunity to be able to provide different security measures to strengthen, and God willing, with the guardian above and the guardians below, the soldiers, the first response team, you guys could strengthen us. And really, we need you in the biggest way to help us, to strengthen us, and to allow heaven continue to grow, to flourish, and to blossom. Looking forward to seeing you in Aretz at some point. God tells Yaakov Avinu will finish after 20 years of being abroad, being by his father-in-law. God says, come back to your father's household. And there the measure says, your father is waiting for you. Your mother is waiting for you. And I, Hashem, are also waiting for you to come back. So we invite all our friends to return, to come back, to live in Israel, so, or at least to visit us here in Chabon, and to really know that the patriarchs and matriarchs are waiting for you, our great-grandparents are longing and yearning to see their great-grandchildren. The one and only Rip Simcha Hachbaum. Amazing. Hebronfund.org. H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Every dollar you give is doubled. Be as generous as you can. A reminder from all of us at JM in the AM. Listening around the world should have that attitude. Hebron is mine. Even if you don't live in Hebron, you have to feel that it's your city because it is. Give generously to support your city. Make it feel like uh, you're local today and you're supporting your town, your city, your area of Eretz Israel. It's so vital and important to the past, present, and future of the Jewish people. Hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N-Fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N-Fund.org, H-E-B.
RONfund.org. Every dollar you give is doubled. Every dollar you give is doubled. Campaign is doing well. Over 30% of the $1 million goal, just under $308,000. Keep it going, everybody. You'll be getting uh, emails and communications, I'm sure, from our friends at the Chevron Fund through the day. Make sure to send those to others who you think would want to uh, support the fund. Yoni Bleichbard is with us. We've been uh, alluding to the fact that um, he is somebody who really could speak about security. Why? Because he's chief security officer of Hebron. But in addition to that, he was shot at three weeks ago in that Saturday night terror attack. Uh, sustained shrapnel injuries. His security jeep is beyond repair, as we uh, mentioned earlier in the show. Baruch Hashem Yoni is okay, but he could certainly speak to the importance of supporting Security measures in Chevron. Yoni Bleichbart, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Shalom Nachum, Shalom Nachum. As we say, we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the miracles he does every day. And uh, it has a special meaning, you know, as of, uh, we say it every day, but now three weeks after the incident, I say it with a different kavana, because, uh, you know, I imagine. We, were, we were on it. I have to correct you. It's not about getting a new security Jeep. That's, you know, that's, uh, okay, you know, we, we need the Jeep. It's about saving lives. It's about fighting terror. It's about showing uh, that the Jewish presence in, in Hebron is uh, is and will be forever. And uh, that, that that's what this uh, whole... Uh, campaign is all about you know you know uh, we we know that terror uh the purpose of terror in addition uh, you know again god forbid that somebody should be killed or injured uh but the purpose of terror is literally to terrorize to make people you know to fill them with fear to fill them with trepidation to go outside to move around what may happen etc from the sound of your voice yoni baruch hashem it does not sound like the terrorists succeeded in this case uh, they may have come very close. To, well, they may have come very close to getting you. And I saw the photos, so I know that you sustained pretty serious injuries. And an, an, an inch here or an inch there—I don't even want to say what could have happened. But it doesn't sound like you're letting this uh, get to you when it comes to talking about the Jewish future in Chevron. So you are right. Meaning, it's it's frightening. It's scary. Uh, it's terrifying. But on the other hand. Uh, this incident shows what Hebron is all about. It shows what unity is all about. It shows that when you know that your friends are injured, you overcome your fears and uh, you battle them. You defeat the fears and Hashem helps you defeat uh, the terrorists as well. And this is what Hebron, Chibur, connection, unity is all about. And, you know, uh, it's, not, it's not easy facing the terrorists. But uh, it's very satisfying to know that uh, you you can overcome your fears and do good uh, good good things uh, for other people. Yoni Bleichbart is with us from Israel, from the holy city of Hebron. Uh, we know that uh, there are certain people, you included, that are well known to the international Jewish audience. Ofer Ahana is another person from Hebron, Kiryat Arba, who's well known to this audience because of all the tourists that he's greeted over the years. Uh, he was seriously injured in the attack. Do you have any type of update? Do you know how he's doing? Uh, yes. Yeah, so Over uh, has a very, very serious injury in his hand and an injury in the stomach. Uh, 
even although the, the doctors are optimistic about uh, the hand, it'll take time. Time meaning uh, months uh, or even a year. And more importantly, uh, Ophra is marrying off his daughter next week, which is a major, major challenge. Bezrat Hashem, we should all pray that, uh, that he will be able to be happy and enjoy with all of his family the, uh, this uh, a special moment next, uh, next week on Monday. Wow, unbelievable. That's, that, that, that's our main concern right now. You yeah. know, uh, we're, we're supporting him. We're, we're, we're wrapping him up with a lot of love and uh, care. One day at a time, and Monday is certainly one of those days that we are going to be thinking of him and his family. But one day at a time, I guess. Unbelievable. And the just the the <laughs> the experience of being in an episode like that. And I get it, as you said. You know, thank God the terrorists were not successful in uh, in, in in you know inserting fright into your life, and that's that's phenomenal. But the 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 actual episode itself, as it's happening, can you even describe what it's like as you're going through it? It's 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 like it's it's like a, a horror movie, you know. I was I, I was planning out to go out with uh, my wife, and uh, all of a sudden I, I got a report about the two people injured in a terror attack. Uh, I did not think that the terrorists are uh, nearby, and when I approached there, like every horror movie, all of a sudden I saw uh, a big uh, person wearing a robe turning at me while I'm in the car, pointing uh, uh, an M- M16 uh, rifle, and he started, started shooting. Uh, thank God, uh, with, uh, you know, with an instinct, I ducked down at first, and I heard the bullets, you know, uh, going over me, hitting me. Uh, I had thoughts about, wow, this could be the end. But thank God, Kodesh uh, who gave me the strength, uh, uh, to fight back, to get out of the car, even though I was wounded, to shoot back at uh, the terrorist. And while I was doing that, another uh, security officer uh, came from the side and uh, ran him over. Yeah, we saw that video. Pretty amazing. And how people like you are able to respond in a split second like that is just incredible. Val Nisecha Shabcholyom, as you said. This, this we have to put into the category of Nase Nigla, right? This was an open miracle that you experienced. Two Tunisian. First of all, if, uh, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm ha- proud to say that if I wouldn't have come to the scene and got shot at, then uh, Ofer wouldn't be alive because uh, the terrorists were dealing with him until I came. And uh, because I uh, disturbed him uh, from Ufer, uh you know, I was shot again. But, you know, this is, this is pride. This is what it's all about. This is what being uh, there for uh, your fellow Jew. This is what, uh, this is what Am Israel stands for, helping each other. And we, we all have to continue on helping the Jewish presence in Hebron and helping the Jewish presence in Eretz Israel. And one, and you know, a small detail of that help is getting the security elements in Hebron itself because a strong Hebron means a strong Eretz Israel. What does a new Jeep cost? Uh, the, 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 the total cost of the, the Jeep and uh, the equipment is uh, $200,000. 
Well, everybody, I don't know if uh, anybody or everybody in this audience can go ahead and give $100,000 to have that double to 200000 which would be amazing, and that Jeep would be paid for. But at the minimum, we're asking everybody to please help secure Chevron right now and help give two things like the security system and the security Jeep and the beautification of Chevron and the expansion of Chevron and the legal battles of Chevron and everything that the Chevron Fund helps to participate in. Go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Give in honor of the fact that Yoni Bleichbart is able to speak with us, Baruch Hashem, and walk around the holy city of Hebron today. A give in honor of Rafur Shlema for Ofer, who is uh, such an important person to not only everybody in Hebron, but to so many people around the world who have met him and have experienced a wonderful interaction with him over all these decades. We, I mean, now that I think about it, I think I know Ofer, if I'm not mistaken, probably for the last 25 years. So. Please, everybody out there, give for whatever reason you want to give and in honor of whoever you want to give in honor of. But please give and make this a successful campaign. Hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N-Fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N-Fund.org. They're over $311,000. They are, they are um, going to get Bezrat Hashem to the $1 million campaign goal in the next nine and a half hours. But we need your help to do so. Hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Yoni, you've met plenty of people from around the world who feel that Hebron is their city. Some might think that people like yourself and Ofer and our guests today, uh, that it, you know, Hebron is theirs. You're a resident of Hebron. You work in Hebron, etc., etc. But you've met plenty of people around the world who have the feeling in their heart and in their head that Hebron belongs to them, right? Absolutely. We're not, we're not private citizens. I don't live in Hebron because, you know, it's uh, it's only my uh, piece of land. I'm I'm, a, I'm I am I'm Israel's representative of uh, watching and guarding uh, the tombs of our uh, forefathers and enabling millions of people to come and daven in Maratamachpela safely and securely, and uh, being able to be a proud Jew in Eretz Israel because Hebron is the starting point of everything. And if we're not in Hebron then we can't be anywhere in Eretz Israel. Well, I hope you're going to really feel the love and affection and the warm hug from people around the world during this campaign. I know that people in this audience are enthusiastic about it, and I hope they're going to keep giving all day long. And everybody in Hebron should be safe. Everybody in Hebron should continue to to do the heroic things that they do, including yourself, of course. And I hope that uh, you'll have what you need after this campaign to upgrade security the way you feel it needs to be upgraded and to continue securing the holy city of Hebron uh, so that our uh, our friends and our relatives there are safe and sound. Absolutely, and I have two two things to say. Sure. To say. Chazak, chazak, venit chazak, and Am Yisrael chai. That's what it's all about. Amen. Yoni, always a pleasure. Baruch Hashem, we were able to speak today. Thank you so much. Yeah. Our best to everybody. Yoni Bleichbart. He is uh, Chief Security Officer in Hebron. I saw the photos of his injuries from that uh, attack three weeks ago, Saturday night. It is a nice nigla. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. And um, an open miracle. And as you heard, Ofer Ohana is making a wedding this coming Monday. He, is, he has sustained injuries that have kept him uh, on the shelf, so to speak, as we say in the world of sports. But um, he's improving. He's getting better, Baruch Hashem. 
And as you heard Yoni said, it's only the the working together, the camaraderie that was able to save Ofer because, uh, thank God, he, meaning Yoni, was on the spot during that terror attack. Please give, please give generously. There are so many good reasons to give and so many great people to give in honor of. Please give. Make this Chevron Fund campaign a success. Um, Hebronfund.org. Hebronfund.org. H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Every single dollar you give is being matched. Every single dollar you give is being matched. More coming up at JM in the AM. year that we feel we're in Chevron, <laughs> except when we're actually there. When we're actually there, then we really feel it. But when uh, Yishai Fleischer gives the overview, the overview that he gave, and Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum gives the spiritual boost that he gave, and when Yoni Bleichbart, especially this year, can give a comprehensive look at what it's like to be on the front lines in Chevron then you're talking about an hour where I really feel I'm there with my friends in the holy city of Hebron. Uh, don't forget, it's a very simple address, hebronfund.org, and circulate that uh, that uh, link all day long to your friends, relatives, people on WhatsApp, etc. Circulate it. There are people in your life, friends and relatives, who would like to support Hebron and may not know about the campaign. So I call on you, our listeners. We're deputizing you. I call on you to please encourage those in your life to be supporters, when you go to the website, hebronfund.org, you'll notice that it is a matching campaign. It is a matching campaign. That means that every dollar that's given 
is matched. So you have a, an opportunity to make a major impact. Because every time you give $100, it's really 200 Give 500 it's really 1000 Give 10000 it's really $20,000. Um, as I said before, would love to get 100000 from somebody so that that Jeep, the security Jeep, is fully paid for because every dollar is doubled, and that would make it the required 200000 for the Jeep. Go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Uh, our final guest this hour... As is our traditions, of course, our good friend Rabbi Dan Rosenstein. He's executive director of the Chevron Fund, and he could tell us how the campaign is going. Rabbi Dan Rosenstein, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Nachum, it's always nice to see you at the Israeli Day Parade, and to, <laughs> it's also a highlight for me to be to be on your show. I appreciate that. In fact, uh, it's funny. We had an opportunity, thank God, to actually reunite at the parade this year, which is incredible. But I, I have to, uh, Dan, I have to uh, tell the audience what you said to me off the air because I was thinking the same thing, and that is, boy, it's hard to get on the air after what Rioni Bleichbart had to say to everybody, that's for sure. Yeah, maybe I should just uh, say uh, go to hebronfund.org <laughs> and uh, have your donation doubled, and uh, have a nice day. Well, that's not going to be enough for us because there's too many details we need. You know, in addition to security, Dan, we've spoken about the beautification and expansion of Hebron. When people walk around Hebron, they don't realize how many of the playgrounds and gardens and, you know, and, and different accoutrements to buildings and residences have been done by the Hebron Fund. I am assuming, and I'm sure you can give us an update, that all those efforts and projects are continuing. Absolutely. And I would just, uh, I would just emphasize that um, I would say maybe not the Hebron Fund, but the supporters of the Hebron Fund are the ones that deserve all the credit because even the people that, that haven't been to Israel before, since before Corona or even came on some kind of flight in the middle of Corona, they come back and they're like, wow, in, in the last six to 12 months or the last couple of years, it's unbelievable transformation in every Hebron. Uh, we're doing uh, work, we're building a motel, There's the community is building a new neighborhood. Uh, Yishai was working on Kever Ruby Yishai, uh, the Avram Avinu neighborhood, all over, and then infrastructure, all kinds of things. This, this is our golden years of, uh, when, they, when they go through the history books of Hebron, uh, these are going to be the golden years where there's opportunity to really make a difference in Hebron. Um, but sadly... Uh, sadly, we have to take a step back and uh, revamp our uh, security. That's, yeah. that's critical, and I can't think of anything more urgent right now. Oh, 100%. We've been emphasizing that this morning, and I hope people around the world understand how important indeed it is. Uh, it was demonstrated. It was demonstrated with this recent terror attack, uh, and it's really demonstrated every day because we know that the, the people in Chevron residents soldiers, security personnel are all on the front lines at all times. All right, Dan Rosenstein is with us. You know, um, it's funny because many people don't realize because we emphasize how tens of thousands of people from around Israel come for Chayi Sarat Chevron. Some people don't realize that it's a major uh, tourist attraction, so to speak, and I don't say that in the amusement park type way. I'm saying literally people are attracted are attracted to Chevron uh, and they, they plan their tours, they plan their visits to Israel around Chayi Sarat. And obviously the last couple of years, I would assume, were a little bit down because of the, and, and, and even didn't take place because of the pandemic. Um, 
have we reached a tipping point, Dan? Because when we start hearing of the statistics of those who visited from the United States and other areas of the world to be with you on Chaye Sara, it seems like it's an overflow crowd at this point. It seems like you're overbooked. Have we reached a tipping point when it comes to that special Shabbat? Listen, it's it's hard it's hard to say no. We we did sell out this year again, uh, even a little bit earlier, and uh, I think part of that is because of Corona, and part of it is because of the uh, increased uh, safety and security uh, that uh, uh, surrounds uh, Hebron. But we saw even on Sukkot, people were trying to get on the tour, uh, and you know, there's only a certain amount of uh, seats on the bus. Um, but what Yoni didn't tell you is actually, as you were talking, I remember, yeah. I'm Sukkot, I'm on the tour, and there's a, there's a woman from Brooklyn, uh, a, little bit, a little bit older, but not old, and she's having trouble with uh, walking around near Keverut Yishai. So I stick around to, you know, go slow with her, don't worry, don't worry. And all of a sudden she passes out. Now, okay, it was 1 o'clock in the afternoon. She, did, she forgot to eat breakfast. She had about two ounces of water from her water bottle. Maybe. The rest of the group went ahead. And I'm sitting in the middle of, no, there's no wave directions in the middle of this path. So what do you do? I called the only black bar. And I don't know if that's the right thing to do. Maybe you're supposed to call the, the, main, uh, the main number. I call him. And, and as I'm sending him, he somehow gets somebody from some building to come by. And all of a sudden, there's an ambulance with some kind of chair that goes on rough terrain. And because he has all that communications equipment, uh, he was there in a matter of minutes. It, it was, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, really made an impact on this lady's life. She, she totally passed out. She was totally unconscious. And, and, and it was only because he has all that security gear with him, uh, you know, on board his uh, vehicle that we were able to be responsive. Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't have to add to the recent, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's jarring and uh, a little emotional for me to even talk about. And I wasn't even in the incident, but, you know, we need to get him this cheap. And we need to to revamp the security. And you know, next week I'm going to have to go to the dealer and uh, deliver some uh, cash. <laughs> and we're at thirty one percent. So you know, we don't we don't want him on a bulletproof donkey. We want him on a you know a normal. Uh, we need him to be on a vehicle with lights and sirens and communications equipment. And I have every confidence in your listeners and our donors that they're going to you know move the needle for us. Oh, they'll come through for sure. Uh, he needs a real vehicle, folks. Yoni Bleichbart and his staff need a real vehicle, as you heard from my Dan Rosenstein describe. Uh, and that's just one of the things that the Chevron Fund is going to be funding um, uh, with the, your participation. Uh, we only have a few minutes left to this hour and nine hours left to the campaign. If you've been listening for the last few minutes and you've heard what people like Ishai Fleischer Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, Yoni Bleichbard, Rabbi Dan Rosenstein have been saying about the holy city of Hebron. It's our city. It's our city. Let's, let's pay in. Let's pay in to support our city right now by going to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Remember, every single donation is doubled. 200 becomes 400. Uh, 3,600 becomes 7,200. You know, when you get up there, you're talking about some big numbers. We need everybody out there to support Hevron and to do so in this campaign. Nine hours left, over $312,000 on the way to $1 million. Again, hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N, 
fund.org. And uh, those of you who are inclined to do so, please share the link all through the day with friends and relatives. There are so many people who, if they knew that this fund was uh, having its one-day campaign today, they would be supporting and would want to support the Chevron Fund. So please do what you can. Uh, Rabbi Dan Rosenstein, what else can you tell us about the future? Security vehicles, we talked about beautification, but there's all, there are, all, it, it must feel in your position that something's always coming up. There's always some need that pops up that's got to be addressed by the Chevron Fund. Uh, absolutely. I mean, obviously this, this jumped as the priority at the top of the list. Right. Um, I'll tell you that we've actually had some donors on some of my trips to America recently that have sponsored surveillance uh, systems because you only wanted an additional layer of protection. Uh, the whole sheet of the whole strategy, uh, of the IDF and his uh, first responders is to, <laughs> to be proactive. They want to look at the cameras, and if they see something uh, going through the field in the middle of the night, um, you know, then they want to know what they're going to look into that. Yep. We had an incident on Sukkot where somebody left a uh, a uh, backpack on the steps of Marada Maspela. I get there. Nobody's getting through. You know, everyone's getting upset. How come you're not letting us through? I somehow... the. The commander recognized me. I got to the front. I went through the barricades, and and the and one of those people that donated cameras, um, they were using that camera. The police and the army were using that camera. Uh, they were going through that footage to see, you know, who put that that bag down. So thank God it was there was no incident there. But um, it just it, you know reinforces that you have to be on top of the game. You know, as far as uh, security, you know, you upgrade, you upgrade your oh, your phone every uh, few years. You know, the cameras, no less. And and you know, so before we can before we can move on with other uh, other projects, we really need to get the uh, the jeep and the surveillance cameras and and all these systems. You know, up to uh, up to where we where we want it, and then we can continue moving forward. Wow, that's interesting because it's now obvious that the. Just like we say that our friends and uh, family members in Hebron are on the front lines, now this has become the front line issue, literally. And this security jeep's got to be paid for, implemented in the security surveillance cameras. We need more and more of those. Uh, security is the front line uh, cause, the front line um, uh, item, everybody. And you can help to make sure that Hebron is more and more secure. Just by going to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. You double your impact because every dollar doubles. Every time you give 180, it's really 360, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, they're on their way to one $1 million goal, but we need your help in order to get there. Rabbi Dan Rosenstein, I turn to you for one final reminder. Please plead with the people who are tuned in right now that they should be giving and that they should be encouraging their friends and relatives who care about Hevron to give as well today. Look, what, what can I say? Those people that are already uh, supporting us, so uh, this is a good reminder to uh, now is the time. Don't wait. Don't wait towards the end of the campaign to see if we make it or not. Uh, now is the time to get involved and, uh, and make your donation. And those people that um, are just learning about the Chevron Fund and the importance and the fact that we're expecting over a million visitors in 2023, as we had in 2019, um, you know, we need to protect all these people that want to, uh, Jews and, and from all religions, 
that want to come and pray. So, you know, we only have a number of hours left. So, you know, put, you know, pull over. It's a safe spot. Go onto the <laughs> website. Go to hebronfund.org. And, and it'll help because everything will get double times two. So, like you said, $500 is, is $1,000. And uh, let's make those matchers, uh, you know, fulfilled to, the, to 100% that, they, that we maximize all the donations. All right, Dan Rosenstein, call it commode. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I appreciate that. And uh, our brothers and sisters in Hebron are the best. They are the best when it comes to securing the Jewish future in Eretz Israel and, of course, in the holy city of Hebron. Ladies and gentlemen in this audience, as we get to the final minute of this broadcast this morning, we have dedicated yet another hour, which we do annually, to the Chevron Fund cause match campaign. Please participate. That's all I'm going to say. Please participate. You're giving a dollar, it'll be $2. You're giving 100 it's going to be 200 You're giving 5000 it's going to be 10000 Please participate. Give something. Encourage your friends and relatives throughout the day to go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Put it on your social media, hebronfund.org, and encourage them to give. And let's secure Chevron now. Because Chevron Fund does a lot of things, but it's obvious from this conversa- these conversations today and from the headline of the campaign, it's obvious that securing Chevron now is the priority. Achenu Yisrael and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard a listener-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and AchimSegal.com, and the AchimSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Thursday here at JM and the AM. As I mentioned uh, earlier, we announced and uh, and and inform with sadness the passing of uh, Rabbi Doctor Abe Mann. That's Miriam L. Wallach's father. Um, it appears that the uh, funeral is going to be tomorrow, although the uh, details are not out yet. And our condolences, of course, the extended man and Wallach families from all of us here at JM in the AM. Full schedule here at JMM all day long, including Yossi's Wag and a Thursday live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Mark Zamek in the Arab Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedan. That's happening at 7 p.m. tonight, followed by Tani Talks Parsha with Tani Gutterman. Join us tomorrow for a Friday edition of JM in the AM. And don't forget the Chevron Fund. Don't forget the Chevron Fund. H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.